Welcome to Yes Genius, a podcast from Epic Marketing that celebrates the power of affirmative thinking. In each episode, we explore the power of saying yes to unexpected opportunities, career changes, even the unknown, and the powerful results. Hello and welcome. I'm your host for this episode, Dara McBride. Joining me is Jin Kronberger, founder and chief inspiration officer of Jalen Consulting Group and the Human Leadership Institute. With a background in sports and performance psychology, some of Jen's clients have included professional athletes, as well as organizations like Nike, Procter & Gamble, and the National Institutes of Health. Jen is also a huge Yankees fan, bravely living in the Philly suburbs with her partner, who unfortunately is a Red Sox fan. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. So good to be here. Okay. So you own your own business. You've worked with athletes and CEOs and teenagers. You've written books and given TED Talks. How did you end up on this path and make compassionate leadership culture change your platform? I wish there was one easy answer to this, and there's not. So uh, bear with me for a second while I kind of take you down the road really quickly. Um, I grew up, I was a, an athlete my whole life. And I uh, recognized very quickly that there was something to the mental aspect of being an athlete. There was, um, there was something that was on a different level as far as drive and motivation and, and the understanding of how that works. So um, I ended up actually, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I graduated from the University of Delaware with my degree in English and a concentration in journalism. That was my undergrad. And uh, I, I joke about that and say, you know, I didn't really use it, but I guess I, I wrote a book and I read and write every day. So I guess I'm using it in some ways, right? Um, I'm, I'm biased, but I think journalism, I also have a journalism degree and I think it's a yeah. great platform for a lot of different things. I agree. I agree. I, I think it, it, uh, it taught me a lot around uh, being curious and asking the right questions and, and wanting to get the right answers, right? Um, so, so for me, I think it, it, it really became this progression of, you know, where do I want to go from here? What, what, what really do I want to do with this, this one life that I have to live? Right. And I spent about four years in the corporate world and absolutely hated every second of it. I had a boss that just, uh, was really difficult to work with. I had, um, I had a couple situations where I just started to question, like, what am I doing here? Like, why am I here? What, what is this, you know, doing for the world? Is this, is this making any difference? And it certainly was not, in my opinion. So I, I spent a little time trying to figure that out. And I left the corporate world. Uh, I, I like to say I retired from corporate America at the age of 26. And I haven't looked back. Uh, I am. I actually just had a huge milestone birthday. I am a half a century old as of this year, and uh, so you know, these last twenty four years since I left corporate, uh, I've been working for myself. And through that, I went through you know the sports and and all of that stuff that I think led me to where I am today. And that's really about how we human. <laughs> you know, it's about how we show up every day. And I, I took all that stuff and I brought it into the corporate world and it just took off. I started as a speaker, uh, started to grow my relationships with my clients and started to do a lot more consulting and working with different companies on leadership and culture and performance and how they all come together. 
Uh, and I just, I love every day that I get to wake up and do the work that I'm really passionate about and, and see change happen. You know, that's magical in my opinion. Yeah. It sounds like your curiosity got the better of you and put you on a different path than you expected. For sure. Yeah. And I think that was my story since I was a kid. <laughs> curiosity always got the best of me. Uh, I, I just, I love to learn. I say that all the time. I want to be a student always. Um, I was always taught, you know, be a student always and a teacher as fast as you can, right? That's that's kind of the idea is let me learn it so I can teach it. Um, but let me learn it so that I can be better. And I think that's an important piece of my existence is, is in the learning. It's I want to learn something new every day. I really do. I, that's like a, it's something that I desire, I crave um, when I wake up every morning. Mm-hmm. Do you think curiosity can be taught? I do. I do. I think, um, I think there's, I think there's, there's an innate desire to know things, right? That I think we all have in some way. Uh, but I think we grow that by really learning the benefits of it and really understanding why, you know, I think when we know the why behind it, uh, we can learn how to do it better. I watched in one of your TED talks that I saw, you had an anecdote about your mom always saying, Jennifer, pay attention. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that I mean I could you did that very well, actually. <laughs> I can I can still hear her her voice today say exactly those words to me. You know, it was like she used to she used to tell me all the time I'd trip over my own feet in the house, but I was like this gazelle on the softball field. You know, I was being an athlete and, and that was natural for me, but I couldn't, you know, walk down the stairs. So uh, it was always that, you know, paying attention. I, I can't tell you how many times she had said that to me growing up. And I think I figured out why. I think I get it now. You know, it's I don't think she was just talking about, you know, pay attention to where you're stepping. I think she was talking about pay attention to what's going on around you. Who's around you? What? What moments are you missing by not paying attention, right? And I think, you know, when I wrote my first book, that's what it was about. It was about seeing all of those everyday normal moments, but recognizing them as these are all a part of your story. And sometimes we're so busy, we just don't even pay attention. We just don't even, you know, we're our heads down and we're just going and we're not paying attention to the little things Mm -hmm. that, that are the magic of what happens on our everyday So I wanted to ask you what advice you have for someone considering an unexpected opportunity, but maybe the better question is how do you notice the unexpected opportunity? Um, You know, I think, I think being present is, is really what it's about. And I think uh, even when I, when I go back to this sports psychology um, aspect of life in, in, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, what I learned through that process was understanding that the only moment we can affect is the one we're in right now. Right. So, you know, when we, we worry about, they always say that, um, you know, shame and fear and regret and all of that comes from what just happened. So we're carrying that around. We're like, Oh, how did I mess that up? Or, you know, I I carry the shame around because of, of something that just happened, but we can't go back and change that. That's just fact. That's done. Anxiety is what happens when we're worried about what's about to happen, right? So that's like, I'm worried about, 
you know, 10 minutes from now, I have no idea, you know, is, is the sky going to fall? Like, you know, we have this anxiety built around the unknown. The only thing that matters really is the right now. This is where we can actually be present and, and be in whatever's happening. We can affect it if we're actually in it. We can't affect it when we're outside of it. So one of the things that I think um, to become aware is to you, we have to learn how to be present more than we are. You know, it's like when you're having a conversation with someone, you know when they're paying attention to you, right? I mean, you know, you, you see it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> right? Like we we do that a lot. Pay attention with our eyes and be in the present moment with with eyes. I mean, that that changes a lot, right? Because we are we're in it. And you know, you know what it feels like when someone's in that moment with you. Um, but I think that's that's how we find those opportunities. We have to actually be in the moment. We don't do that well. So you've said that showing up as your best self is the cornerstone of your collective daily success. What does your best self look like? Mm. Um, I would say my best self is present. That's That's definitely one. I use this acronym that uh, I've used for a long time now that is my reminder. I talk a lot about, you know, who you are at the core and your personal non-negotiables and values and stuff like that a lot. And the one that I use that is my reminder every day, I call it the light principle. It stands for love, integrity, gratitude, honor, sometimes humor. I change that one up and truth, right? So it spells light. That is, for me, how I check in with myself every day. Love, integrity, grat gratitude, honor or humor, depending on the day, and truth. And if I'm doing that well, I'm showing up as my best self. How often, though, do we actually take the time to know what those things are for ourselves, right? Have a check-in. Have some way of checking in. I ask myself every single morning, I, my feet hit the floor. How am I going to show up this way today? Every single night when I go to bed... I walk out onto my patio, I let my dogs out into the yard before bedtime, and I look up to the sky and I say, thank you for blessing me with abundance. I talk to the universe, I talk to, you know, whomever, my parents, uh, and, I, and I say thank you. And I say thank you because gratitude is one of my non-negotiables. And when I'm doing that, when I'm showing up that way every single day, it becomes a part of who I am. And I notice, I see it, I can feel it, and people around me know. They know that that's who I am at the core. Um, so, you know, I think I think we have to have some way of checking in. Borrow light, I don't care, but find something. Have some way that you can check in with yourself to know that you are attached to those values and you're living those out. So that becomes the, you know, you, that becomes your legacy. That becomes who you are. Wow. So we've, we've talked about kind of looking inwards. What does it mean for someone to be seen in the workplace or within a community? How can people be seen and feel that they are seen? Um, you know, I think number one, being authentic to yourself, always. Um, don't try to be someone you're not, right? Because uh, we, we miss the boat, I think, on that sometimes. But I think, you know, when you show up authentically, I'll tell you, one of the most, um, one of the greatest compliments that I ever get is when I speak somewhere or I show up somewhere and I'm doing work with, with a company or an organization and what they say to me is, you are one of the most authentic and genuine people we've ever met. Or, you know, just listening to you talk, 
your story, your sharing of, of who you are and all of that um, is incredibly authentic and real. That to me is the best compliment I can get. I think we see each other when we allow ourselves to be seen, right? And, and we can't do that if we're not showing up authentic uh, and, and vulnerable and, and in all of those ways that we bring our whole selves to the table. Um, and I think, you know, we can do that well with each other when we give each other space to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned non-negotiables earlier. And I'm interested in that because I think sometimes we think so much about what we want mm -hmm. or so we say, oh, I can be flexible, but then we realize there are things, sometimes it's, it's more important to know what you don't want that can help you get yeah. where you really want to go. Yeah, absolutely. You, I yeah. I think there's, you know, we have to have boundaries. We have to, uh, we, again, I think we can blur those sometimes a little too easily. Um, but the non-negotiables to me, you know, I see those as these are the things I don't compromise for anyone anyone. I don't care what they are. I don't care who you are. I will not compromise those things. And those are those values and ethics and morals and beliefs, the things that I hold as sacred to myself and to my, my being. Um, and I think it's important to know, you know, when I'm, when I'm showing up that way and I'm, I'm showing up with, these are my non-negotiables that, that that's true. Right. I mean, that that's, that's something that, that, um, like I said, I don't compromise for anybody. They, they are non-negotiables for me. And people who know me know that, you know, if you're not going to participate in that way with me, it's not going to, it's not going to work. I think that's important. Yeah. Being authentic. Um, so the name of the podcast is Yes Genius. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you are someone who says yes to things? Would you call your, would you identify that way? Probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I always say... <laughs> I think, um, I think it's important to say yes. And I think that it's also important to say no so you can say yes to the right mm. things, right? I think there's a balance there. Um, I think, you know, if we say yes to the things we don't want to say yes to, uh, that doesn't, that's not authentic, right? That's not living in that integrity. So I, I feel it's really important to me to make sure that I'm saying no to the right things so that I can say yes to the stuff that I really want to say yes to, because I, I do say yes, probably more often than, than not. What out of, you know, saying yes to this path that you're on now and having, you know, your own business venture, what is something unexpected that came out of that? Um, I would say probably my first TEDx talk. Um, I, <laughs> it was, it was comical actually. I was looking, it was probably like one o'clock in the morning and I, I don't sleep well. So it was one of those things. Um, but I was looking at, I was watching TEDx talks like the day before. And my brother had said something to me like, oh, that's going to be you someday. And I'm like, haha, that's funny. Uh, and I remember looking for, I was like, well, in order to do one, I probably should attend one. Right. So I went on the TEDx, you know, I was all over the website and all the things. And I found one that wasn't, you know, maybe a couple hours from my house. I reached out and I thought, you know, is there any way that I could just come sit in the back and watch? Uh, I'm a speaker. Someday I would love to do this, blah, blah, whatever. Uh, I got an email a half hour later. Now it's like 1.30, quarter to two in the morning from the organizer at this place, uh, the, at this TEDx location, 
she said, funny that you reached out. I just went, it was all over your website and I'm really interested. Uh, we have a cancellation. Now this was in two weeks, mind you, that the actual event was in two weeks. She said, we have a cancellation um, due to a medical situation and we're actually, we need another speaker to fill in. Would you be interested in actually doing the TEDx talk? That's spooky. And, uh, yeah. And literally I sat up, I'm like sitting there, I'm literally on my phone, like laying in bed, just like perusing through this stuff. And I get this email and I literally, I got out of bed, turned on the light and I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> is this real? And I remember typing, um, yes, absolutely. I would love to do this. And then stopping for a second before I hit send. And I was like, what? Just do it. And I just hit it. And I remember that moment feeling like, oh my, what did I just do? What did I just do? I have two weeks, two weeks to put something together to, to do this. And it was going to be live streams, like the whole thing. Um, and I did it. I said, yes. And I went and I did the thing. No notes, no nothing. And realized in that moment, uh, when you say yes to the right things, it works out. Yeah. Well, we're so glad you did, because I don't know if that was what put you us, us on the path to connecting, but um, I know I saw you with some of my colleagues from Epic at the Mill Summit in Wilmington, Delaware, and there was something about just being in the room with you. It just, it felt good. I appreciate that. Really I do. That, I take that seriously. You know, like I said, I think in showing up and being present and being my authentic self, um, that's the best way that I can... I can help affect those around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember you had probably a line of people afterward uh, coming up to talk to you, and some people just saying thank you. Yeah. Um, how does that? How do you? Mm. <laughs> how does that feel? Um, you know, it's weird. It's uh, it's weird. It'll always be weird to me. I think. You know, I, I literally I've had people come up and say, hey, you know, they bought my book. Can you sign my book? Can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, uh, OK, <laughs> that's fine. And, you know, uh, it's it's a very strange feeling, I think, just, um, you know, given the work that I do. But I will say that I, I, I watched, um, you know, I grew up in a household. My dad was a retired uh, bishop in the Episcopal Church. And so he, um, you know, he was a preacher and he was one of the best storytellers that I think I've ever known. And I grew up listening to how to take a concept and create something that connects. And I would watch people come up to him after with tears or hugs or, you know, and just tell him how, how much he touched their lives. And I watched that growing up every Sunday. I could see it. And, and I, will tell you, I feel like um, there's some truth to to actually being in the presence of that and to learn what that looks like and feels like. Um, and, you know, the and the the grace that he always had with people who wanted to do that. And he was like, you know, it's just me. It's like, you know, not not that big of a deal. But for them, it, it is. And I need to show up that way and I need to be in that space and, and to receive that, to learn how to receive that. Um, has been a process. Uh, it, and it's not something I take lightly. You know, it's something that is, is very important, I think, for, for people also to feel seen and listened to. 
in that space. Um, so I, I enjoy just, you know, sitting in it with them. It also is a reminder that this is important work, you know, that these conversations that we're having are critical and that, you know, I think today more than ever, we need to be talking about these things. We need to be having these conversations and making these connections. Okay. Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit and do a rapid fire section. Um, so just go for I? it. You're going to, you're going to show up and just say whatever pops into your head first. Um, look out. Look out. Describe your style in one word. Funky. Ooh, nice. Uh, what is your favorite part about writing? The, the, uh, ability to be authentic, mm -hmm. to tap into that and, and to create something. Uh, go to karaoke song. Shoop. Mm. Shoop. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I, Thank you. <laughs> someone told me you were a little bit of a Kelly Clarkson fan. I am. I am. I am. I am. I will admit that I did see her live in Vegas, uh, and she was literally singing right next to me. So that was pretty amazing. Oh my gosh. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. Okay. If you had to talk for five minutes straight, no preparation, what would you choose as your subject? We just did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, whatever you were asking, I was answering, but I, I, I honestly, this is what I'm passionate about. Is, is showing up the, in these spaces and talking about authenticity and, you know, that, that kind of um, what, what keeps us um, vulnerable and real. So I could talk about any of that stuff, probably any, I could do it in my sleep because I live and breathe it every day. To see and be seen. Yeah. Okay. So last question, this, this might be a little tricky okay. or maybe it'll be easy. What kind of genius are you? Mm, creative genius. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Sure. A funky creative genius. That's me. That's about that's it. Me. Yeah. That's you. You nailed it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then just for some more fun, um, we know that artificial intelligence is only as smart as the people using it. Um, and to explore that, we asked ChatGPT for some assistance promoting your next book, TED Talk. Maybe it's the title of this podcast episode. Um, so we plugged your bio and background into the generator. And these are the titles they came up with. Uh, so let us know which one is your favorite. Okay. Um, from pro athletes to powerhouses, Jen Kronberger's expertise is elevating leaders. Finding the Humanity in Leadership, Jen Kronberger's Revolutionary Vision, The Kronberger Chronicles, Leadership, Laughter, and the Human Touch, Lead with Heart, Jen Kronberger, Transforming Cultures and Fostering Connections, and our very last one, High Fives and Deep Dives, Jen Kronberger's Leadership Adventures. Wow. Okay. Those are, pretty good. Those are pretty good. I'm impressed actually. I like number two and three. Okay. And those two are, are pretty good. Leadership, laughter, and the human touch. That covers it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of, right? 
Very cool. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. I think you have some actual titles you can <laughs> promote if you would like. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. What a blast. Thank you. Yeah. We so appreciate you sharing your story. Um, if people would like to connect with you um, or keep their eye out for an upcoming um, article, talk, appearance, um, what can they do? Uh, you can go to the website. It is www.teamteamjlcg. Team JLCG stands for Jalen Consulting Group.com. Teamjlcg.com. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm all over. Uh, just search for my name. You'll find me. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks again, Jen. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Yes Genius, a podcast from Epic Marketing. Join us again to hear more unique stories. In the meantime, find us on social media or online at epicmc2.com. Don't miss out. Remember to follow or subscribe wherever you get your genius content.